This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Salakata back on the fan. While you were sleeping, we started the show talking about a bunch of different things. The Knicks get the win. They're fifth straight, looking pretty good in doing so. That shortened rotation, going with the younger guys, seems to be paying off, at least for now. Are they actually... Decent? Could the Knicks be relevant here? Hmm. I'm not so sure. But I buried him a few weeks back, and I might want to start digging him up a little bit because there is some intrigue there with Brunson healthy, Randall looking like an all-star, Grimes contributing, even R.J. Barrett. Now, look, I don't trust Barrett to be consistent. But you got McBride doing his thing, giving him some solid minutes, Emmanuel quickly. Knicks have been hmm, not too bad. Five in a row. When was the last time that happened? Or how many uh, times has that happened in the last two decades? That plus the NFL. We got into Zach Wilson and the fact that he's going to be dressing as the backup this week for the Jets in their big matchup with the Lions. And this is why I don't even like the idea of doing so because why am I even mentioning it? Because it's a story. Zach Wilson is a story. Anything he does is going to be a story. And the attention and focus should be on Mike White. And I know it will become game time, and the team loves Mike White. And as long as White is healthy, he's going to go out there and perform as they have to. I mean, they're taking on a good Lions team right now that is red hot and can score a ton of points. going to be, I love these matchups where you get a great strength of the Lions with their offense versus a great strength with the Jets and their defense. And we'll see who's up for the task here. Detroit came into MetLife and spanked the Giants a couple weeks back. See if they could do it again to the Jets. I think the result probably be a little different than what we saw against the Giants. But you know, another either way, a huge game for the Jets here is they need to win three of four. I mean, at least they need to win three of four to be able to get into the postseason, and got to end this losing streak now. But Jack, uh, Zach Wilson going to be the backup to Mike White, Joe Flacco. He's uh, been jettisoned now, the way that Wilson was. Salah says it's just a coincidence that Wilson is dressing on the same week that Mike White happens to be banged up after taking a beating last week in Buffalo. I'm not sure if I buy that, but either way, Wilson will be there just in case. Now, I'm intrigued. I want to see him, but I also don't want to see Mike White get hurt or anything bad happen. So for now, Wilson, I guess, just the backup, and his future and all that will be determined at another point, pending on the health of, of Mike White. And obviously his performance over the final four weeks. Giants, an enormous game themselves. This is basically a playoff game. Sunday night football, Giants, Commanders. I mean, it doesn't sound as good when I say it that way. Sunday night football, Giants and Washington. In Washington. 
heated rivalry. Two teams tied last time. Both needing a win to help their playoff hopes. By the way, a big game tonight that'll get Week 15 underway as far as the NFC playoff picture goes. Niners and the Seahawks in Seattle. And, you know, obviously the Giants battling with Seattle for one of those final spots uh, as well. They would benefit from a 49ers win tonight. But either way, an enormous game. And Daniel Jones has had success in Washington as far as, you know, solid performances for whatever reason. He's had good success in Washington, but he also has had no success on primetime. Danny Dimes 0 for 9 in primetime. Ten times a charm. We'll see what's in store for Daniel Jones and the Giants. Look, good to have Barkley looking like he's going to be healthier this week, and they're going to need him. Run that football. I trust Dable and the coaching staff to come up with a better game plan to go out there and take care of business in Washington, and we'll see. And really, they need this win to save their season. They lose this one. I mean, you could be looking at a tailspin here to close things out and no postseason, which would be very Disappointing. We also touched upon Carlos Rodon and the latest with him and the Yankees, where the Yanks are just going to sit back and wait. They are a sizable, there's a sizable gap between where the Yankees and Rodon are as far as what they, they, you know, for a contract, where the Yanks are at, what Rodon is looking for. Cardinals have also since said they are not going to be willing to meet what Rodon is looking for. So he's either going to have to come down or sit out. And if not him, they could pivot to Evaldi. That, to me, does not move the needle. Rodon moves the needle. Evaldi, eh, same old Yankee move. And that's a that's a, a BC Mets move. It'll be for Cohen. Nate Evaldi. Go get Rodon. I'm not saying you got to go nuts and give him $200 million, but up the offer a little bit from where you're at, and maybe that'll be the best offer. And if he does truly want to be a Yankee, then maybe he'll come. The Mets have not made a move in the last, what, 24 hours, 48 hours or so, but Billy Epler did meet the media yesterday. And, you know, he, he basically alluded to the fact that he expects to have more of those meetings with the media announcing new players and more so in the lineup moving forward. The heavy lifting is done. They have the pitching in order. The rotation is set. The guys who left have been replaced. The bullpen is set at the back end. I know there'll be other arms that they add. Big names or not, who knows, but they will add other arms. But that triangle of trust with Diaz, Robertson, and Rayleigh, that is set. Heavy lifting done for the Mets. Now it's just fine-tuning, bringing in some pieces that they feel like uh, can complete the lineup and then go out there and see what they're made of. And then, of course, next year, go get Shohei Otani. Anyway, baseball hot stove, week 15 in the NFL, Jets and Giants. Knicks, if you're in it, whatever's on your mind on this Thursday morning, 877-337-6666. Brett is calling from Long Island. Brett, I thought you lost our number after that Eagles game. Oh, yeah, no, uh, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, you, you, know, don't, you don't have to it, say it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know. We, we They all know. Now, I hope you know, but we all know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say on that one. That one's a tough one. What can we say? Mm. I didn't realize, honestly, that Jalen Hurts is that good. Like, I'm at the point now, I, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. That's not even a crazy thing to say. It's not that he's a top five. He has three picks on the year. You look at his stats, like you said, they're blowing some teams out. And, and he's doing it. He's not just Michael Vick taking off. 
He's running and throwing the ball. Like he, I, I was, I watched him in Alabama. I'm definitely, uh, I was wrong on him too. He, he, he is. You could argue. People say Patrick Mahomes, but he's yeah. He Patrick might win Mahomes, the MVP. Three picks. Yeah, he should win it. If he doesn't win it, I think that's a robbery. Like it shouldn't be Patrick Mahomes. I'm telling you. It's Agreed. I actually um, agree with you, especially if the Eagles finish off here with their record, whatever it may be. But they're going to win their division. They're going to be the top seed. Jalen Hurts should be the MVP. Right, and as a Giants fan, believe me, this isn't easy to say. Uh, and what, what's to say about that game, honestly? I mean, the game just fell off the rails. I Just the one thing, though, and this is why I just cannot stand the Eagles. You know, it, it's, the, it's the second drive. You know, they're up 7 nothing. I think they were on their own 45, fourth and 7. I'm like, all right, good, we stopped them. They go for it. And they go up top. I mean, and it's 14 nothing. I was like, that, that's what really got me. Like, you talk about disrespecting a team. In their own building, and and you did and the that, Giants did nothing. The yeah, and the Giants did nothing to stop them. That I, was a bloodbath. I was aggravated. Yeah, well, and, well, and here's but but here's what I want you to say. You who called and chastised me for saying that the Giants weren't a Super Bowl team, and by the way, I didn't even say that. All I said was I listed them last when I was running over the NFC teams of teams that had a chance to potentially go to the Super Bowl in a wide open NFC, and you got upset with me. If anything, you should have got upset with me for even mentioning that lousy team in regards to potentially going to the Super Bowl. Now you get the, the record. I'm not wrong, though, am I? Right? I'm still on the table here. With the what? The Giants could make the playoffs. The Giants could make. Listen, the Giants could make the playoffs, right? Wild card or not? I don't care. Just get in. Am mm-hmm. I? Just tell me when I'm wrong. And 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 look at the matchups. They could play Minnesota the first round. Okay, I'm not, and I'm not afraid of Minnesota. I'm but you, but you weren't afraid of Philadelphia either. I mean, the Giants stink. Well, you just realize that they have I no talent. I never said I wasn't afraid of Philadelphia. By the way, that, that you just made. When, when was when was the last time they won a football game? Uh, it, it's been a while. Over a month. Been it's been over it's been, a month. And even then, well, they should have uh, be Washington. But all right, they didn't. You're right. Uh, but but it doesn't matter what they didn't do, does it? It you know, I mean, what they need. To they they haven't now, they right? haven't played well wrong. since they haven't played well since week seven. It's week fifteen was now. I, was I well? Uh, was I wrong with what I just said? If they win against Washington in their building this week in prime time, am I wrong? Right, and they look good doing it somehow. Some no, no, you're it's wrong. A different conversation. No, week. no, no. That's the point. They're wrong. You saw you're all just you ride on the bad stuff. That's what you no, said. No, it's, it's, it's reality. Six in a row, or whatever it was, four in a row, and it was six seventy-two. You still said they stink. You said nothing. Right, and I was right. You're one of those guys. You don't. You will never give the Giants credit. No, and, and you're, you're, that is not true. Junk. That is not true. You're one of those guys that Real, can't I've see the reality. Anything about the Giants this year. It's week what? 15? What are you talking about? I've been been kissing Brian Dable's ass all year long. I mean, come on. He was a Bills guy. Yeah, probably. That's nothing to do with the Bills. What do you think I care about? I hate the Bills. No, meaning like you haven't this giant team. I've never heard. I just some reason I'm like the only because thing they've sucked see- for how long? What am I going to say that's positive about them? That's what you I don't, don't get. Record. This year they're doing okay, right? This year. But I said that, Brett. Here, here's the problem, and thank you for the call. Here's the problem: you don't hear it because you're blinded by being a big blue ball washer. You're a homer. I am not. Oh, I've never heard you say anything good about the judge. What do you want to praise McAdoofus? How about Odell on the boat party? Or Odell proposing on the sideline to the kicking net? You want to talk about that? How about Dave Gettleman? Pat Shermer? Joe Judge? 
By the way, even me, I said something good about Joe Judge early on. Anytime I've said something right, positive about this team, I've been proven wrong. They made me look like a fool. Praising Joe Judge. I like Brian Dable. I think he's done a great job this year with a team that isn't talented. Why do you think that's being negative, saying that they're not talented? It's reality. If you didn't get a big blue dose of reality from Sunday's performance, and nothing's ever going to turn you. God. They could make the playoffs. Go on a run in the playoffs? Absolutely, unequivocally not. They aren't any good. Not offensively, not defensively. Not even special teams. You saw the difference of the top teams and them. Whether it's the Lions, whether it's the Cowboys, whether it's the Eagles. You've got the blinders on. You're filled with hope, and I get it. Who am I to crush your dreams? But I've got to be real here. Nobody has to take you seriously. I do want people to take me seriously. Sometimes. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Hi, Stewart. Sal, what is it with people? They don't see the light. (laughs) Sal, this guy delusional. Come on. I'm a giant fan, but I see the light. They're no good. What do they have? Oh, Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes? Yeah. They were calling him Danny Dimes in the beginning, and I didn't see, but they were calling him Danny Dimes. Danny, yeah, Danny Dimes, 0 for 9 in primetime. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Then they start comparing him to Phil Simms. Oh, okay, sure. We'll compare to one of the best quarterbacks the Giants ever had. Okay? And by the way, I I said it, Stuart, I don't... It's not that I despise Daniel Jones. I no, like I his, I like his toughness. Guy. I like his leadership skills. Right. He, he's, he's. Just, I just don't think he's very good. That's no, it. He's not very good at all. And the thing is, but everybody gets elated when they see him run for like eighty yards. But then what happened at the one yard line? Like, Oops, I fell. <laughs> you know, Oops, I did it again. Like Britney Spears said back in the day, right? Nineteen ninety. Uh, that was pretty and funny, Stuart. Like, <laughs> so, please. I like Daniel Jones, but he's not a Super Bowl quarterback. No way. And the defense is not that good, like you said. They don't have any people that get to, get after the quarterback. Their secondary is pathetic. And look, he's and they've been banged up. Look, they, they've been banged up. I get it with yeah, injury, and that's part of it. Understand this. It was Brian Dable who coached the hell out of them and got the most out of nothing. Right, and I like and Brian Dave Dable for that. Gettleman and Dave Gettleman put them in this spot with all his stupid moves, all his draft picks, all these wrong trades, everything. He dug the hole 12 feet under and yeah. put them there. And it's going to take Joe Shane a couple of two, three, maybe four years to get them and, out. And they're so headed in the right lead. direction. They're headed. Right, exactly. They, they'll be fine. I like. I do no. trust Joe Shane. I mean, we really don't have a choice, no. but I do trust no. Joe Shane and Brian Dable. No. It's going to take a while, though, before right. the Giants and get so to a point I'm where they're legit. My apology. What? To Hal Steinbrenner. I'm taking that back. Oh, look at you. I'm taking it back. You can't do that. You can't. I can. Yeah. Guess what? Get well done, you idiot. Whoa. Now, there's no need for name calling, Stuart. Well, I did. Oh. You idiot. Get well done. 
then you should have gone after Korea because you want to know what that would be like, uh, as you say, A.C. Cohen's, A.C. Right, Stein, that's right. A.C. after Cohen's. Well, you could, you, and you could use the same but, thing. But he doesn't realize one thing. You're being played off the back. You're being played off the back page. And Daddy would never allow the Mets to put him off the back page. Would George <laughs> ever do that? Never in a million years. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Stuart, I think I think you just need to switch teams. You need to become an AC Mets fan. Sal, I told you I root for them. No, I don't. I don't want you to root for them. You're not doing me any favors. I'm doing this for you. I care about you. Well, Sal, we have to. Well, Sal, but I said, why are you going to root for a team that has acted less than what their great storied franchise has been for years? That's franchise is long gone. And why are you going to stick with him then? Because I'm hoping maybe one day somebody will hit him over the head with a bat and wake him up. Stuart, you can't be. Come on now. I can. No, you <laughs> can't. You can't say that. That's assault, brother. Uh, well, listen. We, we, how many assaults have you seen and people gotten away with lately? Stuart, I, I'm, now you're starting to scare me. No, Sal. Let's, let's say this much, Sal. I'm, I told you I was, if they signed judge, I stay. Have you had any and, bacon today? No, Sal, I can't eat bacon. Mm, can Come you on. smell it at least? Like, you know, sometimes you just, no. like, uh, cook mm-hmm. it, smell mm-hmm. it. Mm. No, 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 no. No, the smell is that addictive. If I, if I, like, if I came over and knocked on your door and had, like, a full plate of bacon, what what would be your reaction to that? Would you run away from me? Mm, mm, like, I'd I have to chase you around the apartment I, with I bacon would, I would say to you, why, what, what are you doing? Mm. I'm asking, what are you doing? Why? What, what's the purpose? Well, I bought you some bacon. I felt bad for you. Oh, know how I, much I, you love it. <laughs> Let me ask you something. <laughs> um, when are we going to get together for another outing? Yeah, I know. It, after the holidays. Uh, well, that cool. Yeah, I got to figure out. I mean, what do you want to do? Go to a Knicks game? Or are we just going to go to a bar and hang out and watch a game? Whatever you do, Whatever is fine. Yeah. As long as somebody else is there that I can speak to. Oh, Stuart, come on. Stuart's trying to get there. You, you, your thing fell apart there, and thank you for the call. Your 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 romance fell apart there as you got scammed. By the way, I think I got one of those texts today. Just randomly, some number pops up that I have no idea who it is. Hey, or hello. And I'm like, what the? And then I'm thinking, I think this is how Stuart got had. And I'm not going to lie. Part of me was like, hmm. Do I respond? And I was like, nah, it's probably nobody I know. It's just, hmm, could it be somebody maybe from the past? I don't know. But I ignored it and moved on. Willpower, discipline, and scam free. 877-337-6666. We'll get back to more of your calls on the other side. Salakata on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sal kind of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this Thursday morning, going to 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and Jerry. I'll be off tomorrow, EJ Stewart filling in. So get at me now because that's it for the weekend. Until next week. And then, of course, Christmas. Oh, man, I don't even – I have so many things to do this weekend. I don't even know where to begin and how I'm going to get everything uh, everything done. Shopping, decorating. I mean, the tree has been up. You know, we went and got the, the real tree. Uh, I put it up. We talked about this yesterday. Put the tree up in the stand, and it's just been sitting there. And there's no lights on it, no nothing. My wife's waiting for me to put the lights on because that's my job. She's not messing with the lights or whatever, so I got to do that. And then from there, at the very least, she could put uh, the ornaments on, or I I guess in a perfect world that uh, we both do it. You know, listen to Christmas music and decorate the Christmas tree. It should be fun. It shouldn't be work. I'm not trying to be a Grinch, but come on. I miss being a kid. I love the idea of... Giving gifts and not receiving gifts, that's fun. When I see my niece and nephew, or now my daughter, of course, is going to be two in April. Still a little too young. But those are fun things. But the work that goes into it, man, it's stressful. Eric is calling from Ronkonkoma. Good morning, Eric. Yeah, hey, Sal. Good morning. First of all, the the, the question should have been, uh, what if uh, Riri shows up with a platter of bacon? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) So. Now you're going to get no, me in trouble because I have some one-liners that pop in my head that I'm not going to speak on. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll if it were 2.30, maybe. 4.30, I don't know if I want to get away with that. Use your imagination, uh, by, though. By, yeah, oh, that, yeah that, that'd be hysterical. Um, but, uh, by the way, I, I forgot to tell you, I scored 15 out of 20 out of my 20-leg parlay. Ah, that's not bad, but it's also not going to cash yeah. out. That, that's true. That's true. I, I might have I got a couple more, but the pickings got hurt. So, uh, you know, early in that game. But, uh, you know, what, what are you going to do? So, um, you know, uh, and also I hear you as far as, this, you know, the uh, uh, the holidays and everything. I mean, Hanukkah starts for me Sunday night. You know, I celebrate both, and I'm, I'm way behind. So I, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm Sunday night even but, sooner. Yeah, yeah. You're running out of time. Um, Let's get moving. Yeah, I know. I know. I got a lot of, you know, well, you know, I'm rescuing dogs and all these other things going on. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. But uh, look, you know, I I honestly think the Giants quite uh, got lucky tying Washington a couple weeks ago. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna get, you know, lose by at least ten. Wow! Uh, this week, quite oh, you like I really Washington? Do. I, I, well, I I mean Washington. Let, let, let's be honest. They, I mean, with for the most part, they have played well for the last uh, you know five weeks or so uh, that they, they played. So I I, I could see them. You know, especially coming off a bye, I think they're going to uh, uh, play pretty well, especially in, in their uh, home. Do, do you have another pick so. for us, or are you just like Washington? Uh, well, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I, I'm really nervous about the Jet game. I, I think, I think Detroit's going to end up taking the game. I, I really don't like to, to go that way, but I'm, I got to be honest. Um, you know, Detroit scares me. Even, even Jacksonville scares me when, when they play that game, but. Uh, yeah, I can see Detroit. Uh, All right, you're on record. We had Jimmy in Jersey City last week give us a perfect parlay, so now you're on record. (laughs) You got Washington and Detroit for your perfect parlay. Yeah. 
Yeah, by, by the way, speaking of that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not ragging on Jimmy or anything, but I have not heard him commented all about two in the last couple of weeks. You notice that? Yeah, I, you know, it's weird. It's funny how that does happen. I'm not sure, you know, uh-huh. Jimmy, maybe he's getting some sleep and not listening to the overnight. We had a caller call before and say Jimmy called Tiki and Tierney. And, you know, maybe he didn't want to go toe-to-toe with me. He felt like he wanted right. to get on the air but not have to feel the wrath. So uh, I'm not sure what is going on exactly. But, yeah, it's odd that they've lost two in a row and Jimmy hasn't called in to face the music or at least talk about right. Tua. Yeah, but but I do I do have to agree with you. It is a, a tough slate of games to, to kind of judge this week. I was looking at the schedule the other day and I'm trying, um, and I'm like, oh, I don't know which way to go on some of these. So I, I, uh, I don't know. It's going to be one of those – cover your eyes and kind of point to the to the team and, and just go with that I think so yeah uh, but but hey it's, you know football on Saturday night uh, you know the uh, last couple of weeks of the season here we go well that's the that's the other thing and thank you for the call as always Eric I mean that's not only do we have the decorating to do the shopping to do the preparing for the holiday all that stuff to do you have football Saturday and Sunday come on give me a break will you Goodell does it always have to be about the money? It just doesn't end. Saturday night, and it's not a holiday weekend, but the, the weekend before the holiday. This is the last weekend to do stuff. Now, the good thing is, if you're somebody who's got everything done, you don't want to go out. You want to be in watching football, whatever you want to watch. There's going to be a madhouse this weekend. Wherever you go, it's going to be nuts. I don't want to go out. But I also don't want to be, I mean, forget about what I want. It's not about, here's what I'm learning. And maybe we're learning this together. On the weekends, unfortunately, it's not about what I want. And really during the week, it's not about what I want. It's about what I need. I need to work. I have to. I mean, I love what I do, of course, but this is not, you know, you think I want to commute? Oh, yeah, I love working uh, commuting in the city five days a week, to and from. Leaving the house at 2 o'clock, getting home at 6 a.m. the next morning. Yeah, I love that. I need to do that five days a week. And on the weekends, not about what I want. It's about what, you know, the boss wants. Otherwise, it's going to be back to single cell. And single cell's fun. You like single cell. I mean, you know them a little bit. But Saturday night, you know, my wife's birthday weekend, a week before Christmas, Bill's Dolphins. I mean, until my wife falls asleep, there's no shot that game's going on. Chris is calling from Rockaway Beach. What's up, Chris? Hey, Val. How you doing? How are you, Chris? Okay. Uh, I called on Monday, and I, I don't know if you remember when we were talking about the uh, – Salah not making a decision on uh, who the backup was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember you said, you know, you didn't think, uh, you know, it was too early in the week. But now he came out with the decision, and I heard you say earlier that, you know, you're intrigued by to see if uh, Zach Wilson, you know, if he plays or he plays well or whatever. But I'm, ho- I'm hoping that the only way he gets to see the field is if uh, White, like, gets a, like a injury timeout and he has to go in he has to be out for one play and it, and then uh 
Zach Wilson could go in and, and take, you know, go on to center for one play. Yeah, which could um, it could happen. And look, I'm intrigued. I'm not saying I want to see Wilson this week because if you see him on the field, that means things have gone wrong from Mike White, and I don't want to see that. But I'm just intrigued to see if and when Zach Wilson gets another opportunity how that's going to play out. I thought the uh, I didn't think the Jets were going to make this decision to dress Wilson have him be the backup. I think it's a mistake doing it right now. I don't think he's ready. And let's just say that something does happen to Mike White. The unfortunate circumstance of Mike White getting hurt. You think Zach Wilson's ready to take over right now after 3 weeks to be the leader of this team? I don't. And that's why I think it's a bad no. decision right now. No, I I I agree with you. I agree with you. That's why I said, you know, if he goes if he goes in for one play, like right. you know, like last week, last week that's what uh, uh, yeah Flacco, Flacco did. did right going for you know? couple plays right so uh, you know but I'd rather him I'd rather White have a great game and blow out the uh, blow out the, the Lions and you know be so far ahead of them that uh, you know what we'll we'll rest White and put uh, Zach Wilson in for the last. Uh, for the last couple of minutes. You, you know? see, I don't think that that's happening either, Chris, and thank you for the call. I think you were right the first time that the only way Zach Wilson is going to f- see the field, and I will venture to say that for the rest of the year, the only way Zach Wilson is going to see the field is if Mike White gets hurt or the Jets are somehow out of it because they lose the next three games and that Miami game doesn't mean anything. Maybe they give Wilson one more chance because they don't want him sitting on the benching going into the offseason. But this is Mike White's opportunity. This is his team. He's going to be the guy. And without injury, I can't see a way that he's on the field, Zach, before that final week. Hector is calling from Washington Heights. Good morning, Hector. How's the phone line today? Well, I'm hoping you don't hang up on me this morning. I mean, you got disconnected, bro. That's That's like the third time this has happened. I don't know what's going on with your phone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was about. I, I didn't even think I was in a bad area. And I'm here. I'm talking. I'm looking at it. The call's still there. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It's a Bluetooth. I go to the speaker. I, I put it on my Nothing was working. I yeah. said, oh, crap. Yeah. Then what are you going to do? And I was what sitting here. Gonna... We were laughing and joking, and then there was no response. And I was like, uh, was that not funny? Or... Yeah, I know. I... <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh, well, first things first, Sal, happy birthday. Eddie, happy birthday to your wife. Uh, maybe we can pass that along. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go get a card too. I, I gotta put that on the list. Gotta make sure I get a birthday card because I mean, it would be there would be hell to pay if I don't do that. You better get on it, my brother. Yeah, I know. Well, when exactly? I mean, what, what am I supposed to? Say? I'm lucky. I'm able to drive home. What do you want me to go? Six oh five in the morning as I get <laughs> home to go to CVS. Hey, listen, I don't know, but you better figure it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly That's right. That's the only thing I know. I don't know how you're going to do it, Wes, but I know you got to figure it out. That's what I know. That's that is true. Mind. So on that. But um, so we can get in a little bit here on the Giants, and maybe we'll touch on the Mets. I like, can't even can, whatever. It is what it is. But, you know, with the Giants, listen, man, they've given us all a better season as us Giants fans than, than we expected. Now, have the last few weeks been – Frustrating as heck, absolutely. Um, but you know, I listen to this, you know, this Daniel Jones conversation all the time, and you know how I feel about Daniel Jones. Um, but just the whole contract thing. When I only said people, well, the Giants have to make a decision on Daniel Jones, and they have to sign him, and you know, I, and I don't really know how that all works. But I'm like, okay, what does that really mean, though? Like, let's say they do want to keep him around for a little longer, but like, 
do they have to max him out? I don't think so. You don't have to max no. him out for whatever. No, absolutely whatever not. He's like, he's, a, he's gonna be a free agent, right? I mean, I think that that's after this year's contract expires, they're gonna have an option to you know bring him back, just like any other team would potentially want to go out there and sign Daniel Jones. I, I would think that you could sign him for whatever the minimum is if he agrees to it. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's like a like a Lamar Jackson type situation, which I think. No, I don't know. I would give him max max type of money, anyways. But he's a guy that he actually has some leverage. You know what I'm saying? I don't see Daniel Jones with that type of leverage. And I was thinking about this though, Sal. You know, we have this new GM. I always forget the name. Those Sean Shane. I don't know how to say it. Um, and then the new coach in Dable, which you know so far has good grades. Are they willing to? Pretty much put their careers on the line on a guy that they had nothing to do with drafting. They came into the situation. They've been saddled with this guy. And whether they believe in him or not, but, like, this is what they're going to put their career on? Like, on Daniel Jones without ever going out there and maybe trying to get their own quarterback and building through there? And, you know, or if Daniel Jones is not the quarterback, will they get a chance to move on in two or three years and be able to Go draft a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, that's a tricky situation. Probably. I, if it, Look, you'll know that one way or another at the end of this year. I would think that Joe Shane and Brian Dable want their own guy, right? That would be common sense. Who comes in, unless it's a, a known stud, and in that case you generally don't have change or, or turnover or change in head coach and general manager, but who would come in and say, oh, yeah, I want the guy that the last guy drafted? I, I don't I don't think you know, permanently. I'm I'm not talking about for one year or for two years. I'm talking about the guy that could definitively be your franchise quarterback. That's part of the part of the job for a new general manager and head coach to find the franchise quarterback. So I would be surprised if they don't look to move on. That's just that's just how I feel. Now I'm not saying they couldn't sign him for one year if they didn't have an option that's better right now. But I think long term, Joe Shane and Dable will want their own guy. Yeah, that, I mean that's what I think. That's just like the smart thing to do. Like you said, it's not like it's a you know a known head coach that come in and he has time to either fix this guy or go get his own guy. No, no. these guys, you know, they're, they're trying to make it. So I just I, I wonder how that goes moving forward. I mean, at the end of the day, I just root for whatever they do to work out, man. And, and for the Giants to finish out the season strong, get into the playoffs and give us some fun. Why not? I right. mean, I mean, like you know. Super Bowl? Probably not. <laughs> you could say that definitively, but hey, you Sun- never know. You never know what could happen. Yeah, Sunday night will, will be a playoff game. And, I mean, it's essentially a playoff game, and that's what it's all about. And thanks for the call, as always, Hector. You, as a fan, that's all you could ask for. These games that mean something. Think about it. You can't buy this stuff. That's what makes it so special as a sports fan when the teams we root for have success. The Jets and Giants have both been awful for how long? That's why even though we could pick on them and criticize them and say, oh, things aren't ending the way that maybe we'd hope, still the fact that they gave us meaningful, uh, relevant games all season long is fantastic. And now, you know, another playoff-type game, really for both teams, but especially for the Giants Sunday night. Every game's going to matter here. For years, they were basically done after week two. If not, just there was no hope going into the year. But it was technically over at 0-2. So I'm just enjoying that we have 
you know, real games that matter here that we could discuss. And it's not about who are they going to fire and who are they going to hire and who's going to replace them. It's about the games. I'm looking forward to that Giants, the uh, Lions-Jets game. And, of course, the Giants and Washington game as well. We'll finish up with your calls on the side, 877-337-6666. I didn't mention anything on Noah Syndergaard. Maybe I'll get to that before we say goodbye as well. But your calls on the other side. We're going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's Sal Licata on the fan. Sal Licata back on the fan. Warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Minutes away, Noah Syndergaard signing a one-year or agreeing to agreeing to a one-year contract with the Dodgers for, what, $13 million or so that they said? Think about that for Noah Syndergaard, who came back a couple years ago, not last season, season before, and pitch, what, one inning, whatever was the final game of the season for the Mets, showcasing that arm, ooh, that powerful arm, Thor and Noah. The Mets gave him that qualifying offer. He turned it down. Oh, Noah turned it down. He didn't want to, couldn't handle the smoke of New York. So he goes to the Angels and had a terrible year, and then gets traded to the Phillies and was essentially a three-inning pitcher. And now in a... Prove-it year. That was a prove-it year for Noah on a one-year contract. Oh, he got that money from the Angels. Now, after that year, he's only able to get a one-year $13 million deal. And, I don't know, call it a hunch. I think the Dodgers overpaid by about $12 million. 877-337-6666. But it is amazing how far he has fallen. I mean... Not Harvey level, but Syndergaard's not far behind that. Harvey had that great peak, all-star game start, World Series, Game 5, 2015, and then came crashing down. And and it hurt inside. And Syndergaard, he had 2016 wild-card start toe-to-toe with Bumgarner. 2017, bison meat or whatever the hell it was that he was doing. Getting jacked. Gets hurt. Decline ever since. To a point where now he's nowhere near what he was. DeGrom, obviously, even with the injuries, has maintained a high level of performance. And Zach Wheeler, those are the two guys left. Mats, is he still what's is he still in, in the big leagues? Mike is calling from Florida. What's up, Mike? Not much. Sir. How you doing? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Um, my man Vince that called a little while ago is out of his mind. Did he really call Giants a Super Bowl contender? Uh, Brett, I think it was. You're talking oh, about I'm sorry. you're talking about Brett in Long Island. Yeah, there was a Vincent who called earlier who was also out of his mind. But I think you were referring <laughs> to Brett. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I t- I'm a Giants fan, first of all. I talked to you when the Giants were 4-1, and one, and I said the worst thing that could have happened to this team is that they were 4-1. and one. Right. Well, they took away did... any shot they had to get in a, de- a decent draft. They now go. they're going to end up picking around 20. But but aren't you enjoying at least the run, Mike, this year? I mean, I, I can't worry about the draft run. I know why you're saying what you're saying, but it's been a fun run this season. No, it has. I at least want to watch the game on Sunday. Right. And, it's a, it, and not rip the TV off the wall. <laughs> well, at least not to start the game. Third quarter, fourth quarter might be a different story. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know about running it back with Jones. I understand he's a free agent. I, I don't know what their move is there. They, they got a lot to talk about when this season finally ends. Right. But the thing is, it's really still, I know it's going to be year two technically with Joe Shane and Brian Dable, but it's still the beginning. I mean, that's where I feel like we kind of got lost a little bit because it was so different from a normal year one rebuild with a new general manager and head coach because they got out to that good start and the expectations change. People get overly excited as is expected when, you know, you have a team that hasn't won in a long time. They start winning. People get all pumped up. Now the reality starting to sink in that, oh, yeah, we have a ton of work to do. Oh, by the way, it's year two. I mean, you're going into the first offseason of Joe Shane and Brian Dable after their first season. So there's a lot of work to be done, but we got to give these guys the benefit of the doubt until they prove otherwise. No, absolutely. The whole reason they were four and one and now that they're seven, five and one is all because of Brian Dable. And you could and also Wink Martindale and Wink Martindale. Well, sure, right. They, their coaching has been spectacular. I don't think there's any way around it. Co- now, look, they've they've had some rough injuries that hurts. What a team that's not talented to begin with, they have injuries that's going to hurt what they're doing. Remember, too, they also are playing a favorable schedule, especially to start, which helped. I'm not saying that they beat all bad uh, teams, but the Giants had the the you know a softer schedule because of where they were last year. That helped. Great coaching helped. And they got out to a really nice start. Unfortunately, for the last several weeks here, for the last seven weeks, six games, they have not been very good. No, absolutely not. It's 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 been tough to watch the last few weeks. It's, you that, want that, you want game was horrible. You want to see him make the playoffs? Yeah, that's embarrassing. You want to see him make the playoffs? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd like to see a playoff game. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you you got a, a pseudo playoff game, and thanks for the call, Mike. We appreciate you checking in. You get, I mean, it's essentially a playoff game Sunday night, but why not want a real playoff game? There is a different level of excitement. I mean, look, I already am looking ahead, and I, and I don't want to do this because I don't want to rush things away, but I'm already looking forward to enjoying Wild Card Weekend, wherever that may be that I'm enjoying at home or out or whatever. I love Wild Card Weekend. But there's a different feel to Wild Card Weekend when your team is playing. There's a different feel. And it is incredibly special. Regardless of what you think, I don't care if they're double-digit underdogs going into the game or whoever they're playing against. There's still hope. Anything can happen. That's what makes it fun. And for the Giants to even get to the playoffs this year would be an incredible accomplishment. And to somehow be competitive and maybe steal a playoff win, oh, man, it'd be great. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm just saying it would be so much fun to have that. Forget the draft pick. This is what it's about. Big games all year long and then potentially a postseason appearance. E. Frank is calling from Astoria. E. Frank? Hello? E. Frank is no longer with us. Well, he was going to talk about the Jets this weekend, so why don't I talk about the Jets this weekend? You know, we talk about it with the Giants. It's the same thing for the Jets. A little bit different in that they're further along in their development, right? Where we talk about year one with Joe Shane and Brian Dable. With the Jets, it's not year one. You know, Sala now year two, although 
still young as far as a head coach goes in year two. But Joe Douglas been here a while. He's had a chance to build this team from the ground up. And he's done a nice job for the most part. And they have a legitimate chance not only to get to the postseason, but the Jets can actually do some damage in the postseason. They're close. The Jets are close. And they easily could have won that game in Minnesota. That could have changed the field. You know, they haven't had the fall off like the Giants have had the last six weeks or so. They've lost two in a row, sure. And the AFC is difficult, but, I mean, those they lost two road games in Minnesota against one of the top teams in the NFC and against Buffalo. In Buffalo, obviously, one of the top teams in the entire NFL. Now we're really going to find out what the Jets are made of. It's not just about Mike White and his opportunity. It's about Robert Sala, that defensive staff. Can they, obviously, the, the studs that they have on defense, can they slow down Detroit? Can they go get themselves a win? And really, they need to win these two games here at home. Lose tough games on the road to good teams. Come home. Take care of teams that you are better than. That's what good teams do. But this is a season for the Jets that, at this point, if they don't make the postseason, and for the record, I'm on record as saying it, I might as well double down on it. While I am rooting for both New York teams to be in the postseason, I do not think it's going to happen. I don't think either gets in. For different reasons, obviously. I don't think the Giants are good enough. And I think the Jets just are up against it as far as that competition goes in the AFC. Where it's basically going to take three of four. I think Miami's better than the Jets are. So I think Miami will win that last week of the year. And... Probably the Jets will drop one of these next three. But anyway, I'm rooting for them to win all four. Both teams. But it would be a major disappointment at this point. After what we've seen from the Jets. Even though they're not there yet. They're not complete yet. They had the issues with the quarterback. They've had, you know, they've lost some key players this year. It would still be disappointing if this season somehow does not end with a playoff berth. And I would love to see them just get in just because I I do believe that they could be dangerous. Uh, They could run the football. They have a stud receiver with Wilson. Obviously, their bread and butter is their defense. Quentin Williams up front being a game-changer, game-wrecker. They got the cornerbacks, stud cornerbacks, and their defense as a whole is solid. And in the postseason, when you have that, anything could happen. Plus, you throw in Mike White, their offense is competent, if not capable. So the pieces are there. I mean, I don't look at them as being one of the top teams, but a playoff team that could maybe win a game or two. And that would be the expected growth for this team where they're at currently get in the postseason hope to win a game gain some experience learn from it and then next year all right it's on now obviously you know there's a whole different thing that's gonna have to take place before next year like figuring out who the hell their quarterback is gonna be 
But that's really their only issue, getting healthy. Obviously, fine-tune as well. I mean, everybody needs that. But getting healthy next year and figuring out who their quarterback is going to be. The Jets are close. They're just not there yet. But this year, taking a, a huge step would be having themselves a playoff game. Win or lose, they got to get there. And it starts with getting a win Sunday against Detroit. Got to win three or four somehow. Get the first one here at home. Jacksonville's not going to be easy either. Neither will go into Seattle or Miami, but it is possible for the Jets. It's possible for the Giants too. Either way, I'll be locked in. You know, because that's Sunday. The Saturday games, who the hell knows? I'll be doing some kind of errands. Think of me. Say a prayer for me. All right, thanks to everybody who listened and called. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Emmanuel Barbari filling in for Fleegs. We'll be back again, I forget, sometime next week. I'm off for a couple days. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. And let's go Jets and Giants. Warm-up show with Alan Jerry that's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.